Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. like i've not i've not recorded an episode in a while and it's actually true because it's been like three weeks i think wait it has been three <laughs> weeks yeah how do you feel does it feel weird ba- being back on the i've mic? missed it so much you know like i've really missed recording an episode i feel like we've had especially because we asked for ideas on episode topics so i was just like oh my god i can't wait to speak about this and i can't wait to do an episode about that yeah they're all so yeah. good i mean this is we always plug our instagram but we do always use it to to get like episode suggestions and whenever we like need inspiration from you guys it's really helpful so at the diaries if you want to like contribute to future things (laughs) or I think we're also gonna actually answer a dm advice question in in today's episode so yeah which I'm excited we've we got that one in like January and like it just said it somehow got lost but I read it yesterday and I was like oh my god this would be quite good to talk about so that's definitely gonna be included but this is very much going to be just like a cozy catch-up chat about life our favorites everything that's going on but before we started recording Leah was talking to me about um, (laughs) the last of us and she was giving her review on it It it's quite interesting do you want to say what you were saying before I I think this is a very very controversial opinion but I just don't enjoy shows that are depressing like <laughs> okay so I was giving Cara the example of Game of Thrones I started with my house and I literally loved it at the beginning like I I really hated the gore because that is something that like I really don't enjoy but the story and like I love fantasy yeah. so all of the rest really like made up for it and I was so emotionally invested in the characters and there's this one scene and those of you who have watched Game of Thrones will know what scene it is <laughs> um and yeah. It broke me like it genuinely broke me like my housemate was filming me <laughs> before it, you know because the people who because she's watched Game of Thrones before and the people who have watched it before know that this scene breaks people oh they knew that that was yeah. coming and there's actually a video of me just like I'm literally just like sobbing and Michael's just like hugging me like it's gonna be okay <laughs> I was I think I was like sobbing for like five to ten minutes like it honestly crushed me it's for the plot it's all for but the then plot. afterwards <laughs> I started to realize the pattern which is like every character you get emotionally invested to in will die and that is just so yeah. depressing to me because in my mind <laughs> like the reason why I like cry at shows or movies or books is because I'm emotionally invested for characters I'm rooting for them and like in real life I'm hoping that things will like end out well so then if something obviously happens along the way or at the end that like 
goes against that then I'm gonna like feel for them and feel all these emotions if it's a show where like at the end of Game of Thrones I know that they're all set up to fail and they're all gonna die to like for like the most dramatic effect or like to have all these plot twists then I'm like at that that point I wasn't (laughs) even shocked and I couldn't even die at like uh not (laughs) couldn't even cry (laughs) she couldn't even die guys she couldn't even die (laughs) Um, so I mean The Last of Us I've only I've just watched episode four and that was actually the best episode I've I've watched yet. I'm watching it with um my boyfriend, which again I don't think I would be watching it alone. Yeah. So I can watch like more I think darker things when I'm like with people. Um Yeah. To be fair, I don't think I would enjoy watching it alone either because I'm watching it with Ed as yeah. well. Um, oh, but I've been watching I'm you. obsessed with the Pedro guy. Have you? You is amazing. I don't know why you doesn't have you? Me. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, isn't you. you even isn't you even more creepy? <laughs> but it, but it's like like everyone says like don't watch the first episode alone. But it's creepy, but like in a fun way. It's all so like surreal, you know. Like I, I don't know why it's it doesn't have a dark feel to it. The show like still makes me feel good in a weird, a very weird way. Please tell me if I'm the only one. Let's put it in the polls. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, I mean, I haven't watched it. Oh my god! Sorry, I'm, there's like so much noise on my side. You I need to watch it. But yeah, I haven't watched it because literally everyone was like, "Don't watch it if you're like afraid of, I don't know, <laughs> getting murdered in your house." I mean, <laughs> yeah. murders do happen, but it's like fun <laughs> murders. I don't know. It's just it feels like a lifestyle TV show, but with the dark twist. Is is he also one of those characters where like you want to hate him but you actually do really like him? Yeah, you it's a bit like secret history in terms of like I mean yeah. it's not, but in terms of like you should be hating the main character and you you do, but you don't. I've seen like so many funny clips of people being like uh, this is what filming you actually looks like because a lot of it is actually just na- narrations in his own head. So he, like, barely oh, has any parts to say, actually. And he just, like, stands there awkwardly in the hallways. <laughs> like, apparently looks really funny when you think about it. Oh, my God, true. I hadn't thought of that. I hope he I, does such a good job. I hope He's I didn't such a ruin good actor. your he watching has... experience. <laughs> no, no, no. I honestly think he is the one actor, and maybe you can think of a different one, but he's graduated so well from being so well-known from Gossip Girl to like actually being well known as someone else because I feel like mm. like Blake Lively will never think of her or like Leighton Meester will never think of her as anyone but Serena and Blair like they're just like iconic in my head as like those characters yeah what about um uh Reese with Witherspoon do you always see her as legally the girl from Legally Blonde or have you managed to see her as a different but but that's again different because I feel like that was like an iconic movie versus like a series oh series wise true I actually can't think of anyone. Like Rachel, like, um, what's her real name? Rachel from Friends. Um, oh. Jennifer Aniston. True. What, you think she's... Like, I feel like it's it's actually difficult for people to graduate from, like... Because I was listening to a really good podcast episode, actually. Recommendation for you guys. From uh, Diary of the CEO with Lucy Hale. Mm. And obviously she was in Pretty at Liars and she speaks about, like, her path. Like, she's sober now and she also struggled with eating disorders actually whilst on the show. Really? Which is so interesting because, like, we watched... I mean, I think a lot of us probably watched that show growing up and, like, admired the girls and 
also for like you know what they looked like and she was just talking about how even like the name of the show like pretty little little liars yeah Yeah. (laughs) i never thought of it that way obviously yeah made her feel like she should be looking a certain way and probably like made certain problems worse but that interview was honestly really good have you seen like have you watched back some episodes and been like i remember looking at this and thinking that like i wanted to look like that but now you view it differently or is it like what's that i've not watched it back actually but I really, I, I probably, sh- I, I will, I feel like in like a rainy October day, you know? Yeah. Like it's like a nostalgic moment. <laughs> Pretty Liars is like. I hate it. that moment though. I've, um like, I used to be obsessed with Teen Wolf growing up, which is probably why I like The Last of Us Ooh. more, uh, Last of Us more, because it's very to be like. Fair, I, I love that too. That was so gory though, and like kind of scary, you know? But in, like, a teen way. Like, it was, like, <laughs> high school, you know? <laughs> but I, I watched, like... I tried to get Ed into it, and I was like, Ed, it's actually such a good series. Like, I don't know how, whatever. <laughs> and, like, we watched the first episode, and it was so bad. Like, the acting was so, so bad. So I would not recommend that. If you have a, a child, like, favorite series, and you want to keep it as perfect as you had always wanted, or it, as it has always been in your head, do not rewatch it when you're, like, 24 years old, because you will not think of it in that way anymore. I feel like you can rewatch it, but maybe don't rewatch it with someone who hasn't watched it. Oh my god, that's true. To be fair, because Ed was like taking the piss. Ed was like angry at me yeah. for making. Yeah, and me then it ruins it. it. True. I actually yeah. think I, if I was watching it with like someone that was a proper fan as well, we'd like love it. But Ed was proper like, "What is this shit? Turn it off." <laughs> <laughs> so because I don't remember with who I was watching, either High School Musical or like Camp Rock. And Camp I remember, Rock. like, as a teenager, obviously, like, thinking they're, like, good movies. And we were just watching it. We were just like, oh, my God. Camp Rock and is the same. And I was like, same. no, no, this is an amazing movie. <laughs> I remember thinking, you know that girl in Camp Rock, the one that, like, does all the techno stuff on her laptop? I remember being like, wow, she's so cool. And you listen back to it. <laughs> and she literally, like, it doesn't make sense what she's doing on her keyboard, uh, on her computer. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> should we just go into our favorites now what are what are your like your favorites of the week of the week mm-hmm. or just generally at the moment of the time in terms of like anything or like in terms of anything oh god so i should have i should have prepped for this <laughs> you knew this was coming <laughs> i knew this was, what do you know yours no <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's think, let's think. Okay, in terms of books, obviously The Secret History, I'm actually obsessed with it because I'm still reading it at the minute. It's taking me a while. Oh my God, it's so good. Um, Do you want to explain why we're reading it? Yeah, we're reading it for our book club, um, which we have on Patreon if you want to join. It's on uh, the link in our bio on the Match Diaries. Um, and my mom's now officially a member. Yeah, Shout she's joined you, the little community. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's such a good book. Like, I honestly... I knew so I would enjoy it, to be fair, but I didn't think I'd be as intrigued as I actually am. Um, I I think I'm at a bit now as well where, like, something else is going to happen. So I'm where a bit... You? Oh, you can't say where you I know. Oh, no, just just say, like, at what point, like... Well, they've... they've chapter-wise. I've just started chapter seven. Okay. So it's literally towards the end. So, oh, I don't want to spoil anything. But anyways, it's such a good book. So I'm really enjoying that at the minute. Um, we'll take it off the recording and you tell me where you are. <laughs> now or later? 
No, no, no. Later. Later, later. Okay. Um, and then in terms, I'm trying to think. Okay, let's. Let, should I do my favorite song at the minute? Let me go through my music. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I actually watched Ghost Town yesterday, which is like not that good of a movie, but it's kind of good. Um, <laughs> and the the Heart of Life by John Mayer was playing at the end of it, and I was like, oh my god, I remember listening to this when I was younger, and it was such a good song. Oh. Um. But I've been obsessed with Reese Lewis as well, who I actually went with Michael to go see. Um, his little concert and he was like such a nice person as well so been obsessed with his music at the minute uh, I should probably share like one of my playlists soon because we used to do that as well on our Instagram quite a bit you should and you can link it as well yeah true and then in terms of products that I've been using this week uh, I I saw a lot of like TikToks on like the Dove body scrub because um, I get quite a few ingrown hairs when I'm shaving <laughs> so random yeah um and it was just like highly recommended by people like you can tell it was people actually recommending it rather than those like ads that you're like oh like Mm. fake it wasn't fake um and i tried it out and it's actually so good like i've seen (gasps) a difference can you send me a picture i'll get it of the product or like of my legs (laughs) (laughs) also of your legs if you want (laughs) yeah it's honestly it's like makes my skin so soft i'm actually obsessed with it at the minute um so yeah highly recommend and like it doesn't it's not like too irritating so it's not like you get redness on your legs as well from using it so i've been loving that at the minute um yeah i am not watching i'm watching scrubs at the minute have you ever seen that series oh my god i watched that like in high school did you enjoy it yeah i used to think it was funny but i oh that was i always like watched it when i was like at my friend's house yeah like so i i don't really remember that much of it this is one of the series as well where like that you could tell the sense of humor was funny back then and now that you watch it you're like this is like (laughs) like the sense of humor is like oh someone tripping and you're just like (laughs) (laughs) that's also like american it's like slapstick humor it's sorry to those americans (laughs) listening but we were actually just talking about this yesterday like the difference between like american and british humor and like what each of us like grew up with okay tell me some examples no it was just like i feel like british movies even or like british comedies like a lot more like darker sarcastic like a bit less like on Mm, the nose true um and american humor is a bit more like yeah like more on the nose slapstick like people i don't know it's just like the jokes are different yeah that's so true um but like ed ed still finds american humor quite funny so it's, I feel like you can just, you just have to be in the right mood, I guess, to take different types yeah. of things. But yeah, those are my favorites at the minute. What are yours? Um, Secret History, I have to agree with. Honestly, that's one of the best books I've read in probably like the last year. I really, really loved it. Yeah. It was so good. You've started reading other books after as well, right? Like you're already on other books. Yeah, I'm now reading Pride and Prejudice. How does that compare to? Are you enjoying it as much? Or are you like not feeling the same way that you felt when you read The Secret History? At least it's like a good book. You know, like at least I'm not going to bad writing. I think that was important because The Secret <laughs> History was so well written. And I just couldn't go to like a silly book now. Like I think, yeah, I don't know. It set my standards so high. Do you think this is going to ruin books. like the... Because you like obviously you used to enjoy silly rom-com books colleen hoover and stuff <laughs> yeah is I this think, gonna i think i'm being ruined uh, yeah no, but i do... the thing is i don't want to ever ruin like silly books for myself because i don't want to become like a book snob that only like reads like i don't know books who have won prizes and stuff so i hope it doesn't you know i always yeah. want to enjoy like the whole breadth of it but at the moment i'm enjoying reading books that are like 
well written a bit more challenging you know yeah um and pride and prejudice it's definitely like I'm, I'm getting through it a lot slower than I would like a normal romance because yeah the, the English language is just like a lot more complex or like just like old you know yeah um but I'm enjoying it and it's very slow paced which is interesting like because again it's just like a different time and yeah you know but I'm enjoying it um I don't think that's on my favorites yet because I haven't like finished it or like gotten far enough yet but yeah the secret history for show. In terms of like series or like movies I've been watching, one recommendation, which is like what me and Cara did this week as well together, <gasps> oh, is true. my friend has a projector and um, I think it was literally like 70 quid from, from Amazon or something. To be fair, it's very loud. Like it makes like <laughs> noises. It like gives you but a it headache kind of if it goes on for a bit too long. <laughs> but honestly, like it's, it's so cool. Like the picture quality again isn't perfect because it's like, an, you know, probably Such not an the best model, one, yeah. but honestly it's such a vibe we just like connected my laptop and you can connect your fire stick to it as well and me and Kara were watching pretty woman that's actually i was gonna say i forgot about that that's actually that's probably like my favorite this week as well that was such a good movie like i forgot how good and classic that movie was that's what i mean like i feel like there's just something about re-watching like old rom-coms and old movies which i'm just really loving like obviously it's nostalgic but also i just feel like the like feelings and vibes that these movies create are just nothing like, compares to it. yeah yeah um i feel like everything now feels think... cringe like when you see a rom-com now yeah. it just feels cringe and like very cheesy but like everything back then was almost like you really connected with the characters and like yeah it all feels really know. unique back then like yeah. people were like trying out new concepts not only copying books i feel like a lot of the times all of the like a lot of the new series and t and like movies mm. are copying book concepts because again authors are coming up with like great concepts and like they know they have an established fan base that's so like a safer project to invest in yeah that makes sense um and obviously like a lot has just been done before now so it's hard for like new movies to feel like i don't know <laughs> and i feel like movies are like they're trying really hard nowadays yeah because it's like oh we need to like do something exciting to like get people in Versus I feel like there's something about, like, old movies which is, like, so simple but, like, really good storytelling. Mm. Yeah, you're so Obviously right. Obviously not all of them. But... No, but I feel like also the movies now where they, they, like, try and make it different, it's almost too different where you're watching it and you're like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> like, I actually don't understand <laughs> what's happening. Like, I watched um, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which is, like, one... Oh, I only started that. I haven't finished it yet. I'm sorry, but the whole time I was like, what the heck is going on? You should, I mean, you should finish it. it. It was very interesting. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, what am I supposed to feel this way after finishing that? Like, I feel really confused. <laughs> and I'm like, if I think back to certain scenes, I, I can't put them together. Like why that actually happened. So it's just like one of those movies. <laughs> but the actor in it is so cute. I forgot his name. The main guy. In pro- it. Uh, yeah, I feel like people are trying to like win awards. Yeah, they're trying it, to do something know, like, that's like so abstract, so different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, fair enough. <laughs> but I would highly recommend not us properly Julia crit- critiquing movies as if we have like <laughs> knowledge on how to do that. Uh, we are actually professional <laughs> film critics. You didn't know, but if you didn't know, here you go. <laughs> now our secret talent has been revealed in this excellent <laughs> critique. Um, I I don't know Julia Roberts. 
in my humble opinion, <laughs> is like the one of the most iconic movie actresses. Like every single like 90s, 2000s rom-com I watch with her, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. She's iconic. I can't, like Erin Brockovich, I watched recently, Jenny Lee, me and my friend, every single time she came on screen, we're like screeching because we were like, oh my God, she's iconic. <laughs> like her outfits as well. And just like her character, her smile. I'd fall in love with her in an instant if I was a man like yeah. I don't understand yeah like, she's just magnetic like at least on screen like just absolutely magnetic um I'm not gonna lie when we were yeah, watching Notting Pretty Hill. Woman the whole time I was like she's so pretty she's so pretty she's so pretty like that's all <gasps> I could think <laughs> she's just it's it's mad because she's so perfect but in like a unique way like yeah you know this is what like surgeries nowadays and I don't know, looking like an instant model won't get you. Like, she's oh just so... She looks so natural still in all of these movies. And, like, her smile is just, like, so, inf- like, infectious. I don't know. Yeah, actually, compare what she looks icon. like to, like, every Instagram face-tuned person that you see. It's, yeah. like, it's such a different type of, like, beauty, I guess. Um, Which is... Yeah, it's so sad that, like, beauty standards are going towards, like, everyone having, like, the same nose and the same cheekbones and, like, the same <laughs> lips and... Because that's not what, like, true beauty actually is. Isn't that is the weekend song opinion. where he's, like, uh, all the girls in LA look the same? It's because, like, they have the same plastic oh. surgeon. <laughs> I mean, facts. I facts. feel like they would. It'd probably be really weird as well to then, like... I mean, I honestly... I have nothing against plastic surgery. No, I'm not, no. like, you know, against it. Um, but I do feel like you have to question intentions behind doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe we can do a whole episode about it because I feel like it's like a very controversial topic and I'm, I'm kind of like on the fence about it because I also feel like it's often rooted in like, it can't be rooted in true self-acceptance because no. you're like changing something about yourself. And even if that's like going to make you feel more confident and obviously I'm like, okay, go for it, you know, like whatever is going to help you feel better but also it's not fixing the root no but it's a lot harder to fix the bigger societal problem that has always existed with people like trying to look like a certain beauty type whereas yeah for one single person it might just be so much easier for them to like get the surgery and like know that they'd be looked at and treated differently and like they would then internally feel differently so i also get it like completely um yeah me too because it it's a fact that like people are treated differently if you're like prettier perceived as privilege yeah is yeah like i don't know by societal standards perceived as prettier whatever that even means but it's a fact like it's and that's obviously like so wrong and it shouldn't be the case but that's why yeah i completely also understand yeah why people do get like sort of plastic surgery for i'm we should say like cosmetic purposes because obviously there's like for example breast reductions or you know, like, stuff that is, like, just necessary because it's, like, causing you pain. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but, yeah. Maybe we can dive in. Like, let us know if you want to. Yeah, we can do a whole other episode. <laughs> the, okay, wait, favorites. <laughs> do you have any favorite product that you've been using? Um, I remember, like, even on our Instagram, we got asked in terms of, like, skincare products. Honestly, I use the same thing, like, all the time. So that's a bit boring. Lee and I had a... trying to use... We had a, yeah. we, I, don't, I don't know if you remember this, but we were like <laughs> sitting in bed and we're like, skin skincare is a scam. That might be like also another controversial mm. thing. But like we both have had experiences recently. Even my sister was like, the less products I'm experimenting with. And if I actually just go back to like, nor, like the simplest products. Yeah. 
yeah her skin is so much better and i'm finding that as well like if i'm if i'm trying so hard to find these like matte work with my skin type and like have this and this and this yeah. it's actually like making me break out a lot more than usual so that's probably another controversial topic no i agree i mean it's probably different if you like it's different to if you have like you know cystic acne or hormonal yeah, acne, yeah. then obviously like like you have to go on certain types of medication or yeah. you know there's specific types of of creams and whatever i'm not like an expert on the topic but yeah i've definitely found like honestly whenever i just change something it messes with my skin so now i just like stick with the same thing yeah i find that just like i use a serum which is completely random i got it like gifted when i went to this one event (laughs) and i don't know if it's actually doing anything and i use this like one moisturizer from, from rituals which is like the orange like caffeinated one and it's just like really cooling and i love it cute um but again, I honestly feel like the biggest difference with my skin is just like, because I haven't been drinking alcohol the past few weeks, apart from last night, which is why <laughs> I sound like death right now. Um, <laughs> you don't. But, <laughs> but that's been making the biggest difference to my skin, like not drinking. Yeah. So, and like, I, I guess I sense, feel like also you're... whenever I'm like not sleeping well and mm. stuff, like I can see it, my skin is a reflection of my overall health. I feel like apart from like my my chin because I feel like I get like hormonal spots around my period um yeah but the rest of my face 100% if I'm like not doing well my skin most of the time isn't doing well either yeah you've been using the eye masks as well I think they're called eye masks right you posted like a cute story of you trying out those eye do they do anything but I've never used them before actually so I don't really know what the point is is it supposed to just like hydrate you or something I don't know yeah I think they're supposed to like make your under eyes like you know look more hydrated and like less like bleak but honestly I just do it for the vibes like there's something I, about it, it looks so cool mask. <laughs> oh my god we were supposed to do that right we were supposed to do like face masks while we were watching pretty women we'll do it next time you come over I don't know face masks I honestly don't know if they do anything but I just they're just so fun I know like, I, I agree. just feel so and especially in the morning like the eye mask because they like don't like ruin you like they don't like make your whole face wet and they're not like difficult to take off or anything yeah um so you just like plop them on and like drink my morning coffee and read my book and I'm like oh like this is life and they're cooling so that's really nice actually um <laughs> cute so I really like it can recommend if you like want to completely point in a step to your morning routine which will make <laughs> you feel more put together love that shall we say anything about our highs and lows or like recent like catch-up vibes like how how have you been yeah um i've had a very interesting week (laughs) i've had quite um i don't want to there's like like some personal stuff um going on which is quite emotional but we're getting through it share or not well it's just um, i don't know because i mentioned it to ed and he was like don't i don't want you to mention it so okay um because i mean the the biggest point is about yeah anyways i won't mention it um so yeah some personal stuff going on which is a bit uh distracting like i was working on friday and like every time yeah. I like got off on a call I would just like start crying and then I'd get a message and be like okay can you do this and I'd, like jump back on it jump back on a call or something mm-hmm. like having it's so weird having to balance like something going on in your personal life yeah. and work at the same time um so it was just a bit of a rocky odd are you gonna <laughs> Leah has her finger up as if she's like oh I want to say something but I don't know if you're just like itching your face <laughs> 
No, I did. I just was putting my hand up for after you're done. Oh. I had a, I had a question. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, and then I've had just like a horrible work week as well, just with the overall... It's not even now stressful day to day. It's just like the overall morale of the company is a bit shit at the moment to be honest um it's uh, we're in a very uncertain period so um a lot of open questions on next steps and like what's right for me is yeah it's just a bit of a tricky situation and I hate not having stability so or like control or knowing what the right decision is to make so I'm feel I feel a bit like every waking minute I'm like thinking what should I do should I do this should I do this is it would it be right to do this or should I wait and it's just like my brain is trying to think of like all the outcomes um so I'm just having to remind myself that like no matter what happens like I'm in a really privileged situation where like I have you know the support of Ed or like I have savings I have you know the support of my family as well so it's not like it could be a lot worse you know like I could be yeah. so reliant on this job where like I actually don't have an option to question other things as well so I yeah it's a, I guess it's a good yeah ish dilemma to have um so it's been a yeah. lot of like overthinking but on the other hand I've had a lot more like cute routines in my week so I've been enjoying that like I've actually dedicated more time to like reading or like productive days where I'm like okay I'm gonna tidy up my room and I love like as much as I hate tidying or, like, the actual process of doing it afterwards, I always, like, feel so refreshed. Um, so I've yeah. had, I've, like, properly made sure that the environment that I'm in is, like, as cozy and as comfortable as possible to help me <laughs> during my weird little moments. So I've yeah. been enjoying that as well. And, like, properly having my coffee routines has really helped as well. Um, so, yeah. And I've, like, I spoiled myself to a few, like things yesterday so I feel I did a bit of retail therapy so I feel a little bit better I bought myself some pajamas honestly sometimes that helps a lot (laughs) yeah something so simple as like pajamas like I bought myself like a new I bought myself this jumper um oh it's so cute and then I just like hit my elbow if you heard that I'm so sorry um and then I bought myself like some sunglasses as well to get excited for like when the sun comes because I really needed that it was so horrible (laughs) yesterday but yeah I've been trying to enjoy like my own personal life outside of work a bit more just to remind myself that it's not all just that you know so she's been going through it what about you I feel like that's a good point no my my question was whether because obviously like something really sad happened and I wonder if it almost like because I feel like whenever something then actually sad happens to me it like puts everything else into perspective I wonder if like maybe an upside to the sad thing happening is like you realizing that actually the work stress isn't that important kind of yeah. I don't know if it's if it's had that effect or not I think it actually I mean it has because it explains why I was like prioritizing like not my work like if anything if if everything yeah. else was fine I probably would have stressed more about like the day-to-day at work yeah but I had something else to be like you know what this is just like your nine-to-five at the minute and like just focus on everything else and like be there for yeah. you know the people that need you to be there um four so yeah I'm, it's the whole duality of life thing isn't it <laughs> where yeah but that's that's what I find about like work stress but then actually like personal stress like you stress so much when like everything else is kind of fine in your life but then as soon as something like actually important or significant happens in like your personal life you realize that like you've I don't know at least for me like I've been stressing about the wrong things like yeah 
you know, we'll probably cycle through like different jobs throughout our life, like different periods of, of stress and unstress. Like, so it's just, you know, unless like your job is like your, you know, maybe like your own business and you're responsible for people directly yeah because then I feel like you know that's a whole other ball game <laughs> yeah um, and that'd be really difficult to not get stressed about it because it's like well you're literally responsible for like people's families and like you know people's livelihoods but in this point we're like employees of a company so yeah I think it's it's important to like, like put it into as sad as like horrible things happening in your personal life are yeah the duality of it is that like it can show you what's actually important I guess yeah where your priorities should lie um yeah yeah that's so true I've I have felt that this week as well like because obviously I had my really like really bad work week yeah a few weeks ago um and like if anything that week as well was probably like the most week where I wasn't so self-critical about myself and like the superficial things of like what I look like and stuff because mm-hmm. I almost like didn't have time to think about those things because I was so worried about it, everything else um yeah but I've actually had that recently I think where I'm like oh things are getting manageable again at work not entirely manageable but like I'm having more time to be like more self-critical so I've, I've noticed some of those like toxic thoughts as well are no. coming back um yeah. so it's just yeah I think our brains are really funny sometimes where we when we have time to think almost like too much time to think or like be critical yeah it gets worse and like even yesterday like I spent a lot of time online which was really good because I was trying to be more active on Instagram which is something I'm really trying to do um but (laughs) and even though it was so fun and like engaging and everything um I spoke to a lot of people I was also then exposed to more things I didn't want to see like um yeah you know Instagram models or like even just like more people posting about like um recovering from eating disorders or like things like that and I think even though it's good to see that content it almost like reminded me that that was something I was going through so it like made me think about it yeah. more in hindsight so um yeah the and the whole social media world is a bit interesting sometimes yeah it's important to be fair you can just like curate our feed because I'm assuming you're talking about like our martial arts feed like you can always like mm you know mute or like cleanse our following list as well yeah i was actually gonna say we should probably do that because yeah whatever content doesn't make you feel good to see then just do it or like it's good sometimes but like too much of it's almost like a reminder that like it's something that you yeah it's really interesting it's like a weird balance of like is it positive or is it like making me put too much attention into it if that makes sense yeah i honestly have the same i feel like when i'm like when I'm actually okay in like an okay place then if I see content that's like about eating disorder recovery or talking about like then it almost like reminds me of my habits that I could fall back into yeah and exactly it's almost like oh remember when like yeah. the devil the devil's voice you know um yeah it's almost like oh you could you know do you want to struggle with this again come on you want to um yeah but but I think when <laughs> come I'm on actually, you want like, in to the time- <laughs> But I think in the times where I was actually actively struggling, that content really helped me because that's when you then that's are That's when like you need to hear it. that information, yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. I feel like, and that again, I'd, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on it because it's probably not only with like eating disorder recovery, it's probably like no, with all anything. sorts of different types of recovery um, and like, I guess like triggering content and like when it may be it like I think it has its place and like it's really helpful in certain instances and it will be like helpful at different points in your life but 
I think it's also okay to like make a decision for yourself if it's no longer helping you yeah exactly and that's something I guess we should remember is like I mean like you said I didn't even think of like okay let me let's cleanse our following um yeah that's something that's definitely something that we do have control over is like who we want to follow and like what content we do want to see even like what serves us um or even like having those detoxes like are so important where like you're switching off and not actually looking at that much content so knowing that we have control over that yeah i've started to like mainly i basically only go on matter diaries instagram now versus like my personal one (laughs) um because again i feel like it for me it helps the comparison is like less on our instagram versus my personal one yeah i think it's also because like i guess it's people that i don't know versus like seeing what like every single person i know is like doing right now yeah you know even though obviously it's nice to like see what your friends i find that interesting actually because like i i have been like purposely changing it to look at art to look at mine quite a lot because i actually don't follow like any toxic content Mm. i think on my own personal one um and a lot of it is like really almost like because i think on our instagram as well like we try for it to look so pretty and so perfect and so aesthetic but like then i see my friends stories and it's literally like a blurred photo or like some pictures of them like (laughs) with like mud on their shoes or like them being upset that their shoes are dirty you know so it's like something so simple but like everyone's just sharing things in their life and like even cute yeah or even like the whole close friends things like people just like ranting or something like it's such an easy way for you to just like connect with your friendships as well and just like randomly send a message like my friend posted a a picture of like her shoveling snow and then like her neighbors gave her a cup of coffee to be like oh you know don't get too cold Aww. whatever outside and she posted about it and I was like that's literally the cutest thing ever and it was like such a nice thing for me so to sweet. see that that's a part of her life um or like what she's going through or, like what she experienced that day yeah. even though like I haven't seen her in like six years you know um yeah that's yeah. A, yeah I probably need to cleanse my personal account more than I do the matcha one because I've just followed people from like from so long ago you yeah know, I've had that account for like so long so I probably do need to do more of a cleanse on there um but in general I have such a like weird relationship to social media at the moment I feel like because I'm enjoying like creating content and I feel like I have lots of ideas for like the matcha diaries and stuff yeah but then again it kind of also takes me out of my real life and it's really easy to like for me to then be only thinking of like what like what content should I be capturing and then I feel bad if I'm not like taking photos or or videos or then like editing them straight away or and yeah again you just get exposed to so many different people and things which I feel like almost subconsciously makes you like less focused on like your or like my actual life yeah so and it's such a weird balance because like obviously for us again social media is like a way for us to like keep in contact with you guys and that's I mean the one format that I love and it never affects me negatively is like posting stories or like asking questions like that's always like such like a I don't know I I love that I love posting stories and yeah I don't know like seeing people interact with them and stuff like that's I feel like really fun um so maybe I just have to like figure out and I really I mean, I was, I literally sent Cara, like, a five-minute voice note about this, but I really do want us to get into YouTube and vlogging, because, again, I feel like that's a very, like, a bit more long-form, not, like, stressful, it's not about, like, going viral, it's literally, like, we'll probably get a couple hundred 
views you yeah know, i have think like 200 followers on youtube you know it, it's it's yeah. not for like anything it's just it's for, more like, for us like capturing content moments. that we enjoy yeah 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 so i do want us to invest we just need to invest in the camera and then I actually were the i was looking at cameras yesterday so she's been uh, let's do it she's been thinking about it guys i know we've been saying this for a while but we do want to yeah um so we should probably say sorry that we didn't upload last (laughs) week yeah for those who have us on instagram hopefully you've seen our story apologizing um but if not yeah we were we just had such a busy week as well because i was actually in london from like tuesday till thursday as well um yeah but we had some like we were doing podcast things but it was different to Mm. actually having a chance to record um and we both had really busy working weeks and then it got to like 7 p.m and we were both we worked we were still working and we were like hmm (laughs) should we should we record or should we watch uh pretty woman (laughs) we were just like yeah we kind of need to just like unwind because like you had a really you know kind of stressful I guess, nerve-wracking day the next day. Like, you were doing something kind of out of your comfort zone. Um, and I was in the office, yeah. and I knew I was going to have a long day. So we were just like, what works best for us right now? So we just had to do that. Sorry. Yeah. We did miss it, though. And, like, we did feel... It yeah. wasn't an easy It wasn't an easy decision. Like, we did feel bad about it. <laughs> we even had um, Marco on the phone being like, I need the content. Excuse me. Why are you not recording? <laughs> Like, yeah, Marco was genuinely upset. He was like, "No, that's not okay. Like, <laughs> you have to upload." <laughs> yeah, he was fuming. Um, <laughs> that was funny, actually. But yeah, actually, maybe I can say what I was doing last week. Uh, yeah, yeah, you need to because, catch up. Well, sorry, we haven't caught up with you. So, I feel like people have. I've been just very. I've had. I think the one negative thing is I've had too little alone time. But it also the positive is be- that I've been like doing a lot of fun things. But I feel like I'm like an extra, like I'm, I feel like I'm an introverted extrovert. Like I need my alone time to be able to be like an extrovert. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had my mom and my brother with me last weekend, which was actually like so wholesome, so sweet. We went to Oxford one of the days. Um, the other day we were like in London exploring a museum and it was really I sweet. It. I mean, my brother's 15 and he like, became besties immediately with Michael like, on Monday I I felt so like I was so tired after work and the next day I got my period so it like all made sense yeah and I was like oh my god we were supposed to go to a comedy show and I was like I just can't do it like I felt so bad but I genuinely like couldn't move <laughs> from my bed yeah and then Michael was like oh I'll go with like so Michael literally went with my mother like her cousin and my brother he, was it comedy. was it just him yeah oh and they like had the best time and my brother is like literally every time I saw my brother he was like talking to Michael and I think Michael is now like his biggest hero in life um I'm I'm gonna cry that is so emotional <laughs> that is it so was really sweet. sweet Michael like replaced me as as the the son of the family um this is what I love about Michael though is like he can he like just does things like that and it's like something yeah. so small and like we obviously he would have enjoyed it in the moment as well but like that's a lot to do, you know, to, like, just go out with yeah. your friend's family. <laughs> yeah. He's so sweet. What the heck? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was actually really adorable. So, that was really nice. And it's just always good to, like, be with family again, you know? Yeah. Um, especially for us, you know, people living in different countries. <laughs> can, and then... Can you please mention the... <laughs> what? 
Leo, Leo all around her house, like, had apology messages from her mom. <laughs> like, little, little <laughs> notes being like, I'm sorry I ate all your grapes. Or, like, <laughs> I'm sorry I used your slippers. I'll buy you new ones. <laughs> it was, like, really funny going around in her room just seeing sticky notes all over being like, I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry bless her she left me like a note on my desk yeah and like two sticky notes in my slippers as well so <laughs> freaking so cute. cute and then I was like oh did I make her feel bad <laughs> probably made her feel bad <laughs> um love you mama she's so cute <laughs> you're listening um uh but yeah that was that was cute and this is one thing that my mom's used like she's done since I was a kid like even when I was like going on on class trips she'd always like leave me different like letters and and notes to like open on each of the days that I was gone um mothers are just I don't know parents are just precious you know when they like do little things that like make you feel loved (laughs) Cara's making shrugging (laughs) shrugging gestures I've never Um, had that before but yeah must be nice. I'll leave you notes next next time you go on a trip. <laughs> and what else did I... Oh, yeah. And then this week, obviously, Cara came over. Because, yeah, we had, like, something for the podcast. I think we can say what it is. We were just, like, asked to, to do research for Spotify, basically. So, like, a whole <laughs> a mini crew from Spotify came over <laughs> for, like, two hours. And, like, filmed us and asked us questions about, like, how we do the podcast. And it was very interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I actually did a panel uh I spoke on a panel for like my work because I I I feel like we have a whole episode on like career and everything I do so if you're interested in like what my job is go listen to that um but yeah so I was I was speaking about like culture and trends and how it like manifests in in my job and for Samsung so and I had I had to like fight against the imposter syndrome because the other two people on the panel with me were literally like the brand director of Starbucks and the like VP of whatever at Diageo which is like the the company that owns all like the alcohol brands and they were like amazing they were like so so accomplished and intelligent and um they were like they had a lot of experience I think they were both like in their 40s or something but it was interesting because I was obviously like the Gen Z voice and the panel was all about like younger consumers so I guess that was like my my point of difference um yeah but it was it was interesting so I I loved it I want to like do more like speaking opportunities and stuff like that's something I I really enjoy that I get the chance to do it with like my corporate job yeah it looks so it looks so cozy as well like I feel like sometimes when you think like panel like it sounds really scary right but most of the time they make the environment so like nice and something that actually feels not as scary like it looked really pretty like from the pictures that you posted it was very pretty looked so pretty obviously still scary but like i feel like it always sounds scarier in your head as well um like i'm imagining just like a stage with like four chairs and like nothing else i mean it was no but but like it had plants right and it was like the (laughs) the chairs weren't like the chairs weren't like scary like just like it was like cozy, yeah. cozy vibes, which also I think really helps. Again, the environment really can change an experience, yeah. I think. And it was one of, because basically, I don't know if you guys know Vice Media, but they were hosting it and they provided such good breakfast. It was, and I was so sad that I was like speaking on the panel almost because I didn't have enough time to enjoy the breakfast. <laughs> and one of the people actually made a comment. She was like, I love that you, because I got some breakfast before and I was like kind of late. And she was like, I love that like your priorities, like getting breakfast versus like, you know, like standing there waiting for the panel to begin. I was like, you know what? 
priorities. Um, but <laughs> it, yeah, the event was so full as well. There was like people standing around the end, around there? like the back and stuff like that. And then people ask you questions as well after. Did so they? I think the scariest thing is like that you have like this microphone and yeah, what's it like just... hearing your voice in a microphone? Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just like completely silent, and then you like get asked a question, and you're like, okay, I guess I just have to answer. Um, I actually went. If I didn't, I went to a panel that day too, so I feel like I was very much with you on that. Um, oh my god, that mindset. It was all about like women in advertising and like um, parenting as well in the workforce, and like what's it like going on maternity and paternity, and like how that affects um, women's experiences. That's, that's really important. Yeah, it was such a good discussion actually. A lot of, it was quite funny as well. I yeah, I I feel like we've been very well prepped for panels. To be fair, like through the podcast, you know, it's very much this, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, just in front of an audience, and not about my life, but about like my job. <laughs> yeah, true. that's been going on in my life and then marco's been here since friday which has been beautiful and i've really i don't know i feel like actually like quite a a lot of you seem to also be in long distance relationships so i feel like you feel my pain but i think like the longer it goes on the more difficult it's just getting to like say goodbye and i don't know it just i don't want to be like oh poor me because we both realize we're so incredibly privileged that we get to like travel to see each other really often actually um, but it just feels almost like cruel like you have this love and you can't express it every day as you wish and you can't like get to feel the benefits of their presence in your life like as much as you wish you could yeah and it's like obviously because of like external circumstances and you know we know we have a plan in terms of like Marco finding a job in London yeah but again that's like more difficult than we probably expected it to be because of Brexit and you know yeah fuck brexit excuse my language but mm-hmm. it's just... i think it's amazing though that you're both like also very willing to compromise like you're you're also willing to compromise yeah. like if that doesn't work out you're you're willing to change what you're doing as well to make it work so i think like yeah. that's like, the key thing to your relationship it's not it's not just one person making the compromise it's like yeah both trying to make it work um and i think having you have like a plan and then you also have like a backup plan as well so like i think having all these things it doesn't make it easier but it like it's a nice like comfort I think or like reassurance that yes it's hard in the moment yeah. but it will like you do know what you want out of it at the end which is really nice and I'm excited for you guys to live together oh my god I'm so excited but it's so strange because can, I can you never say that Marco's actually type of person. Marco's in the background sleeping right now oh yeah he's literally sleeping um, so funny <laughs> he has it he has his pillow over his head because he's probably like trying to block out my voice <laughs> he's like hungover it's like leo stop talking about your favorite series right now um so funny but yeah i feel like i never thought i'd be the type of person i don't i think in my head i had like a stigma around people who'd like move for their boyfriends or like change jobs because in my eyes that was like oh that's like you sacrificing your life yeah and i feel like i've really i don't know it's Like, meeting someone who I actually can see as, like, my forever partner has really, like, changed my opinions on it. Because I feel like I just... I think before meeting Marco, I just couldn't understand it because I didn't have those emotions for anyone yet. And then, you know, it's... I feel like it's it's 
beautiful to be able to see that actually your future is about more than like your future becomes more exciting and more beautiful because you have that person in it and yeah again I feel like there's always like limits and boundaries like I would never want to like move to a place where I'd have no career prospects you know yeah I'm not about to like give up my career at 25 no no just to be with that person even just because it would affect the relationship negatively like you know you need to make sure that both of you are happy and like happy with the decisions you're making because otherwise it's gonna like lead to resentment yeah but I think there's certain like sacrifices or moves that you know won't that don't feel like sacrifices in that instance because it's just like what's gonna make your future together possible I think this links really well actually to the question that we got on Instagram Mm. um oh my god yeah okay let's let's do that should we answer that and then wrap up the episode finish it off yeah yeah okay I'm gonna read it out loud because we got it was such a cute dm as well um and a really thought-provoking because I was like huh hmm (laughs) this is very interesting okay I'm gonna read it so this says I am 24 and have always seen myself as an independent woman. I have moved around my whole life, different country every four years basically, and have learned how to adapt, assimilate, and be happy by myself throughout all the change. However, I've also realized I'm a relationship person. I love sharing my life and travels with a partner and growing, maturing, and learning with someone by my side. Although I'm independent, I'm often not alone. Our generation is always preaching the importance of alone time and being single for a while to find yourself, but do you feel that that can be achieved whilst also being in a serious, committed relationship? Do we really need to escape to Asia and shut off our phones to fully know ourselves? (laughs) As an extrovert, I've been struggling with this concept because society makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong. Context, I was in a four-year-long relationship and got into another one five months later. I have different thoughts on this. Okay, go on. Do you want to... No, wait. Do you want to go first? I feel like mine are a bit harsh. Or, like, controversial, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just like her... I like her idea that, as a society, we shouldn't be made to feel that if we're... If we're in a relationship, we can't actually discover ourselves or, like, grow... Yeah. Just by ourselves. Like, it's this idea that once you're in a relationship, you don't have that opportunity to, like, discover yourself, do what's important to you, like, gain that independence and, like, find out more about yourself. Like, I I think that's kind of true. Like, it's almost like you have to be single and, like, in that mindset to, oh, I'm going to, like, drop everything and just, like, discover myself. And it's not as easy as that. And, like, as much as, yes, people might switch off for a bit and, like, go through this, like, great experience that changes things once you're back it's not like the growth just stops or like the chance to discover yourself stops and you still people in relationships all the time still do that as well and like even though they're with someone they go through things themselves that they have to figure out so yeah I do think no one should be made to feel that they can't go through that with someone as well like I get that side of things okay what's your controversial thoughts (laughs) no I I completely agree with that because I feel like I've done like you have to do a lot of work on yourself to be able to maintain a healthy relationship and I think it brings up a lot of things being in a relationship that maybe you weren't aware of or like insecurities which you need to address yeah like at least for me it has and um like working through like my past and everything because that's been confronting which you guys all know um <laughs> <I'm just> finger guns <laughs> uncomfortable and it's like um but what I would say is I feel like it's interesting how she phrased it in terms of like 
she she's an extrovert she wants to share things with people and that leads to her like being in relationships because I think there's like a lot of other like that for me I would question the motivations behind being in a relationship Mm -hmm. like I feel like if you genuinely just fall in love with someone like after four or five months of like being broken up and then you happen to be in another relationship like obviously you can't plan life like sometimes that will just happen yeah but I think it's it's also different to like then just be seeking a partner because you want to share your life with someone and you know I feel like that's a different type of motivation and I think even like if you want to travel with someone else which again I understand that could also be a friend like it doesn't have to be a partner you can share your life in like different ways with people so I feel like I don't know like to define yourself as a relationship person to me that like why do you see yourself as a relationship person why does the thought of like not being in a relationship make you uncomfortable you know or do you have other people in your life that you feel like you can share you know your life with in that way because I feel like relationships are obviously beautiful and special but again I feel like you shouldn't just be in a relationship because you want to be in a relationship you know it should be about that specific person and like the emotions you feel for them not saying that this person you know that that's the situation in this person yeah. is like life and I do feel like and maybe that's also because of I, again I'm biased because of my own personal experience but for me being single for a long time like for like a significant period of time and going through certain growth moments by myself especially after a breakup was really really important because yeah. I think sometimes there, there's certain bits of work that you can do better on your own not saying you can't do them in a relationship but because you have more time to just focus on yourself and again you can't distract yourself by being in a relationship mm. and you don't have someone else to focus so on a lot of time to I heal think growth yeah growth is like accelerated like I that's why you see people going through breakups and like they're they almost like become a different person after because it's like heartbreak is like the catalyst for so much change because you have to reevaluate everything so I think there's certain bits of like work that like you can only do on your own Mm -hmm. or like I don't know I just feel like they're they're more they're easier to do on your own and you're probably going to get somewhere faster and make those changes faster because they're they're not going to be comfortable and they're gonna like hurt like making those changes or looking at certain aspects of your life um again I don't think that it's impossible to do them in a relationship because obviously I'm not planning on like ending my relationship (laughs) that I'm currently in Mm -hmm. and I'm planning on doing a lot more work on myself you know so but I feel like there's also moments again I think long distance helps with that and I think if you're in a relationship with someone that's not long distance you have to just make active time to actually sit with yourself for a little bit I have a friend who's like very very similar to this like she's an extreme extrovert and she like loves being with people all the time and she said that she's like actively you know she's had to work on spending time with herself more and like being comfortable in her own presence alone but Mm -hmm. that has actually like given her a lot of benefits like I think there's there's a lot of benefits that come from being able to sit with yourself and your own thoughts yeah and again it doesn't have to be like oh my god you could spend whole days on your own because I think we're, we're social creatures at the end of the day like we're meant to be with people and connect and you know that's where we draw like our life's value from as well like people live longer if you have healthy relationships but I think there is value in being able to spend time with yourself and sit with yourself and and your emotions 
Okay, rant over. No, I think that was perfectly said. Like, I agree with everything that you're saying. And it's not, I guess it's not the idea that you're just, like, being alone, yeah, means that you have to, like, have six months where you're, like, not, you know, seeing anyone, not gaining experiences from other people, not, like, hearing other people's stories or advice or anything like that. Like, exactly like you're saying, we're social beings. Um, But it's, it's like you said, yeah, it's taking the time, even if it's, like, if it's not, like, a few hours every day, but, like, catching those moments where you are with yourself and, like using that to your own benefit as well like there's nothing wrong with having those moments alone um I think the way I also interpreted this as well as like in terms of like I'm a relationship person I'm also thinking of it with like friendships as well like you Mm. gain so much from that's a good point like you gain so much from your friendships as well um and you can learn a lot from that as well so interesting topic though right yeah, it's really interesting. And I don't mean to, like, I hope you who sent you. I've no, <laughs> <laughs> been watching too much you. You. But, like, um, <laughs> you who sent in this 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 message. Mm. I, I hope you don't take this as, like, I'm, like, questioning your choices or anything. Like, I feel like as long as you're happy in your relationship and your choices, like, no one can criticize that. And you shouldn't be made to feel a certain way because of like society's telling you xyz yeah exactly i i get the i get the whole thing about like traveling to asia and switching off your phone like i think you can do a lot of growth if you don't travel to asia yeah even without doing that like the big shift of like completely doing a 360 to your life (laughs) like i've never traveled to asia on my own and i feel like I've still managed to do some good progress. Would I benefit <laughs> from traveling to Asia and throwing away my phone? Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Would we all benefit Would from we all? throwing away mm-hmm. our phones? Yeah. Sounds about right. Probably. <laughs> I like, I, I need my phone, but then just to like keep in contact with the people that are like far away, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and the, and Macho Diaries. I do but... think, I do think as well, like, yeah, if you are happy, like that's actually, you're in a perfect situation where, yeah, you got out of a four-year relationship and you're now in a new relationship and you're still very happy and you still feel like you you know you're content yeah. and you f- you feel this like peace and like that's the most important thing but actually if you were if you jumped into a five into a relationship really quickly afterwards but then like something feels off you're like maybe trying yeah. to heal from another relationship or like trying to remember who you were after uh, you know outside of a relationship then obviously that's not the situation to be in um yeah but if you feel like you're not affected by that then that's great like that's exactly the situation you want to be in I guess yeah only you know why you're feeling like triggered by society's expectations towards you you know like do you feel upset by the fact that like society wants this of you because there's a part of you that is also feeling like you should have taken more time to yourself yeah you know like I think sometimes you can become defensive if someone brings up a valid criticism I've done that so many times like I think we all are guilty of that you know you you become defensive because there's something that like strikes a nerve Mm. or is it because you just genuinely feel like you're making the right choice for your life yeah and it's just still bothering you I do think it can be the opposite as well only you know yeah because I've had a, a few things as well where I'm like, oh, society's supposed to tell me, like, that I'm supposed to be more outgoing and, like, I'm still young and, like, don't worry about settling down now, da 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 da, da. And, like, I feel that pressure where I'm like, but why is everyone making me feel like my decision to do so is, like, not the right decision when it's, like, my life at the end of the day? Um, yeah. And so even even just knowing that you're doing, you're going against what everyone perceives as, like, the right way or, like, the best way, 
can be triggering even if you deep down know I think that that's what yeah. you want to do it's more just like oh but why am I different you start to like question it in that in yeah. that sense so yeah it is a bit of a difficult thing to go through but you're so right as well like a part of it can be a, a defense mechanism of like just being like oh shit like am I actually doing what I want to be doing or like am I trying to see, understand the other side more if that makes sense yeah and again only you know and like you will trust know yourself what feels yeah. right to you yeah trust your gut instinct and if that's what's going to be right exactly I definitely believe that um but the yeah the settling down example is interesting for you car do you feel like actually people are making you feel bad about it or do you feel like it's more like what society's portraying and that makes you feel like you should be feeling bad or like what what do you feel like it is um such a big question I think I think it is a lot of like even just like passive comments like Mm. oh you want to get a house now like you're so young though like do you really want to be settling down like once you have a house you can't really like do anything like comments like that or I'm like well but it's my choice like I'm I mean getting a house is always a good financial decision if you're able to yeah but but I almost feel like sometimes with those decisions like I'm having to defend myself as well so like even at work right because I live outside of London and like for me that's about most profitable situation to be in at the minute because I'm I'm more likely can buy a house outside of London than in London and that's something that I do want to be doing but I'm telling it, I'm mentioning Only it to millionaires my... can buy houses in London. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but, like, I'll mention it to work and they're like, oh, yeah, but you're so young. Like, come on, like, you're supposed to be, like, this is the time to be, like, living in London and, like, being able, like, being so close and, like, going out and having fun. And I'm like, but, like, I, I hate that I'm having to defend myself. Like, that's the most frustrating thing. Like, I owe yeah. it to explain it to someone else why I want to do what I want to do. Um, yeah. So it's just a bit frustrating, I guess. Um yeah or even I find it as well with like uh, like social um, we're like ranting now but with like energy um (laughs) with like social energy like I will look at other people and like they'll they can go out a lot more than I can but like I genuinely like I know now deep down that my I cannot handle that much socializing like I need my alone time and I I wouldn't be enjoying it in the moment um and sometimes like I'm I feel almost like bad I'm like what's wrong with me like why why is like a few days of seeing people a week like enough for me like why do I crave so much alone time is there something wrong with me when it's just I I guess I shouldn't just question it and like just make sure that I'm setting the boundaries with the people around me to respect that because at the end of the day like what's the point of of overdoing it and then me not actually enjoying it in the moment as well yeah um so yeah it's a lot of things of like yeah society can make you feel bad about a few things but as long as you know what you want and the truth to it and like what's right for you I feel like we should put less about like we should put less energy into caring of caring about making sure other people think what you're doing is the best thing in their eyes and instead just focus on like what you want to do because at the end of the day it's your life you know you have to live it for you and also like you can change your life at any moment you know you could get to 30 and realize that actually you want to change your life and like move to a big city and yeah like Like, it can feel right for you now and then you can do things not later like it's not and just because other it's it's different to the people around you doesn't mean it's wrong so yeah yeah just like trust check in with yourself and like trust what you want to do because like even I've had like moments right where I'm like do I want to be living outside or do I want like it's not like I've just made that decision and I'm like no I'm gonna stick to it because I've made that decision that I want to live outside of a city like I do I'm constantly thinking actually what would be the best thing like 
in my yeah. career right now, I actually might want to be closer to the office because I need to be showing my face more. Yeah. So, like, I'm constantly thinking and questioning things. <laughs> Overthinking. Yeah. Well, um, but, yeah, it's not like people just make decisions and that's it. You know, you're, we're constantly thinking. And a lot of things change. Like, not nothing's certain, you know. So, like, even my decision now, something might ha- Who knows what's going to happen, you know. So, it's, as long as you're just, like, always checking in with yourself, that's, I guess, the most important yeah, thing. Yeah, people are allowed, are allowed to change their minds. Yeah. <laughs> And that that is gonna, I, you know, the social energy levels are interesting as well because I feel like I feel that for me sometimes too, that like I need probably more alone time than like certain people around me, mm. um, because I have a very like extroverted group of friends, and even like Marco's super extroverted, like he like goes out to see his friends like every single night pretty much, and I I feel like it's interesting, it's different as well because I think I live with friends and you live with your partner, I feel like that is without even us realizing is probably also expending social energy versus like if we lived alone for example yeah I think I feel like if I lived alone I'd be seeking out like social activities a lot more during the week because that's like your only time to like socialize yeah exactly like there's so many different versus circumstances you get, like, yeah and I also feel like it changes throughout time like I feel like as a teenager I had a lot more social energy in terms of like just spending like whole days at people's houses you know um and never getting sick of that and like always craving to be around friends um but again I feel like that's probably also changed because I'm maybe more comfortable in my own company now than I was yeah and we got a question about like being your own best friend and I feel like we should make a whole episode on it like how yeah to let's do a whole be your own best friend <laughs> um I know Cara has to go, so we should probably, like, wrap it up. Yeah, I, Ed's messaging me and the girl I'm meeting up with have messaged me being like, where are you? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. It's okay. Anyways, we touched on so many different things in this episode. It was a little bit chaotic, but let mm-hmm. us let us know your thoughts. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, it felt very much like just chatting through random... Like, this is what you and I talk about anyways all the time. Like, it didn't feel different, did yeah. it? Um, but yeah, it was fun to talk to you as always, Leo same goes to you and Um, thank you guys for listening yeah thank you guys speak to you next week speak to you next week bye bye